Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theatre nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was in part made possible by the Alumni Association of the University of Windsor, so big thanks to them. You can go check out their opportunities for funding, their benefits, their services, and more, all on their website at www.uwindsor.ca slash alumni. My name is Avery Malosh, and I'll be your Dungeon Master for tonight's session of Dungeons & Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Fighter Things Club sat down with Giriad's mom, Lekara, to learn about her past. A story of betrayal, escape, artificer magic, and demonic possession illustrates how Ildichester's king has been possessed by Sol Katesh, Rak Tolkesh's demonic overlord's sister. A possessed dwarf in the rebellion camp proves this to be true, but before any information can be uncovered, Lena kills him. This causes ripples of tension once more in the group, as everyone's trust in Lena is tested. The group separates to rest. Lena and Bree have a good heart-to-heart, as do Velvet and Giriad, as do Giriad and Lycara, and poor Sai seems to be haunted by his past, resulting in him further damaging his relationship with the dwarves. Lycara builds a helmet for Mimic, which stimulates his brain, finally bringing him out of his coma. A plan is devised to infiltrate the castle in Ildichester by traveling through the Underdark one more time so they may save Ildichester from the possessed king and retrieve the Kyber Shard from the animated dragon. Now let's launch into tonight's session. have our plan. I I will need a few hours to prepare the rest of the constructs for the warriors. Giriad, if you wouldn't mind speaking to the people of Ildichester, no. I know... Giriad, <laughs> they respected Seathurt, and his loss should be enough for them to listen to you. You are his son. I'll be there to support you, buddy. He looks over. Uh, okay, but those are my conditions. I will get to work immediately. Um, please let them know of this plan. I'm sure they will listen to you, Giriad. Okay. Good. Just convince them that we must do what we must. <laughs> Convincing is not Giriad's strong suit. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you know, they're, she kind of just uh, waves her hands um, dismissively. You know, the dwarven traditions and such. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Sai, Sai says to um, Lakara, he says, do you need any help? I, I'm not an artificer, but I, I certainly have magic. I can, I can help out. I will take your help. <laughs> she nods her head. Thank you, Sai. Your, your knowledge of the arcane arts is enough to speed up the process. Excellent. All right. And she kind of puts her hand over the the candle that still sits on the barrel. Bring your hands in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, oh. yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> hands brought in. Oh, oh, yeah. I, was, I, yeah. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to, yeah. 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 <laughs> Go team. Yeah. <laughs> she looks to you all and she says, for family. For family. For, for family. For, for, for family. Triblock. Family. Triblock. For Triblock. Yeah, Triblock. for Triblock. <laughs> Oof, hands up. Right on. Okay, uh... So, yeah, uh, Sai, you're going to be helping her uh, to make the earrings and to finish all the constructs. And you actually learn a thing or two along the way. So um, you, uh, I don't know if it'll ever come up, but we'll say any situation that has to do with constructs and artifice magic, um, you know about it. It's kind of like, awesome. yeah, you've widened your expansive knowledge here. Okay. Now, the rest of you, uh, Giriad Aal, um, you head out of the tent and you see that, again, people are just sitting about by the bonfires, eating the rations. They look pretty sullen. What would you like to do? I, uh, I kind of look over and I ask, Giriad? Oh, no, you're, I'm Giriad. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> that's how that's conceited I, I I speak to myself. And myself <laughs> and, um, love it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Can you bring me a tall glass of ale? Ooh, I like where this is going. Yep. And you go, I, I need ale, for God's sake. Somebody give me ale. It's the shitty stuff. I, I know you don't have good stuff. It's okay. Um, do, do I see a dwarf around that I could just, who's who's currently drinking ale? Yes, absolutely. Um, he, he's like halfway through <laughs> drinking it. Um, hello. Hi. Uh, I'm Velvet Smooth Chords. I don't know if you've heard of me, but uh, I was definitely here many years ago. Do they look like they remember me? Yes, actually. He, he drops his goblet and says, You were good. No! No way! Wow! Oh, so glad to meet a fan. Listen, um, what's your name? Eepswitch. Eepswitch. I, I love it. That is a beautiful name, Eepswitch. Listen, I'm friends with Garyon over there, and he needs to help, uh, let's say, ignite this revolution, okay? Just a tinderbox waiting to go up, and uh, he needs a beer. And I see you're drinking a beer, so here's... Take the it. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, you know what? Here's, here's, here's for your troubles, friend. And he gives him five silver pieces. No, please. It's fine. Oh, oh, uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna put them on the table, and if you want them, go for it. If not, that's cool. <laughs> As you slowly walk away, he slowly puts his hand on the table and looks left and right, and then slides it into his uh, purse. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Uh, a half-drunk mug. I mean, fresh ale. I look at it. I look at. I look at velvet for like a few seconds, and then I look back at it, and I'm like it'll do. I stand up amongst the people. And I literally yell. Ah! <laughs> it's really weird. I just yell. <laughs> like, oh, I... oh my god! It echoes throughout this great hall. Ah, 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 ah. Everybody stands up and they immediately start grabbing their weapons and running toward. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, everybody's gathered around uh, you. They're they they're afraid. They think something's here. So I I drink my ale and I say, people, dwarves of Idlechester, listen to me. 
and I drop my uh, my mug down, whatever. Yes, they listen. Years ago, I stood where I stand now, uh, and watched my loved ones die. And as I was branded a traitor, portrayed by those that I called family, vengeance clouded my mind. It would have consumed me were it not for the wisdom of a few strangers who taught me to look past my instincts. They never preached answers, but guided me to learn from myself. We don't need anyone to tell us what to do. Not the king, not the monarch, not anyone. We are free to follow our own path. There are those who will take that freedom from us. And too many of you gladly give it. But it is our ability to choose to do what is right. Never put your passion before your principle. And today, your principle is to fight with me as Triblak. And I raise my bow. I hope that's good enough. The room is silent, but people begin just raising their weapons in silent respect, and it, it acts as if a wave. The people in the front, it, there's one person first, and then another, and then three others, and five, and then in a wave, everybody raises their weapon in silent respect. Lena joins in too. Just, she's, yeah, she's proud. She's proud. Oh, you stole my thunder, Lena. <laughs> Jumps in a seat. She's not even in. Steals my thunder. How dare you? One dwarf in the front says, "For Triblock." Another, "For Triblock." Until everybody together begins chanting, "For Triblock." For Triblock rhythmically, and it echoes throughout the cavern as people's spirits are roused and they look to each other and they regain their vigor and their tenacity and they all begin cheering and yelling and looking at you, Girid. And the one dwarf that started it steps forward and says, What is our task? Screaming over the cheers of the dwarves behind him. Kill the dragon. <laughs> he turns and he yells, Kill the dragon! And then, <laughs> and then, they start to run immediately. Oh, no. uh, oh, like they begin oh, no. like <laughs> we, we meant to coordinate it. Oh fuck it, you nailed it, Gary. Let's Gary go. Looks We're running a out of smile, time. like grin ear to ear. And Lakara comes out of the tent and screams, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" <laughs> and she like just runs in front of the opening that leads onto the open plains where Ildechester is, and they <laughs> and they just stop. And she says. She looks to you, Gary, oh. and like she smiles and laughs, <laughs> but is also very intense right now and says, wait till we give our go. Hold on to that feeling. Let it rest in your soul. Let it fester. Let it build. We need to get into the castle first, then attack the dragon. The one dwarf turns around and he says, we wait. <laughs> And they all return to the their campsites, their bonfires, their rations. But you can tell the morale of the group has completely changed. And there's a lot more chatter amongst them. There are people practicing their moves. There are people running around. Um, you did it, Gyriad. You roused the people of Ildichester, the people that hey. once called you a traitor and now call you their leader. Good. <laughs> Lakara approaches 
with Sai. Um, you guys have finished. And she says, shall we head back into the Underdark? Oh. We yeah. Shall. Yes. No, fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting on you, Velvet. Oh, um, before we go, should we um, decide in case something happens when we get there? Should we decide who's Team King and who's Team Dragon? Team King. As we walk. As we walk. King. As we walk. I will. Yeah. I, I want to be on the dragon. I will be Team Dragon. Bree, Bree, telepathically says, "Both honestly, both of those options scare me. Uh, <laughs> where do you think I would be most helpful?" Well, I mean, I can get close to the dragon because I already well, somebody's already in there, so. <laughs> I wish to be with the king. I want to make sure that the removal of the gauntlet goes correctly. Bree, maybe maybe you stay with the king group, but keep back in case, you know, things go bad so we have someone that can kind of help revive. Bree, Bree nods and she says, okay, I, I'm good at helping. Darian says, I'll go with Oh the, my god, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I, I thought oh Darian god. was here the entire Did the worm not <laughs> eat you? I, I, I could have sworn the worm ate him. Was that just me? No? Am I alone in that? Bree? Bree, you too? No? Okay. D sorry, Dar Darian, Darian. What, what did you say, Darian? I was surprised Where to see you. Where do you go? What do uh, you I do? I was speaking with a bunch of the dwarves. <laughs> I was speaking with a bunch of the dwarves. They're, they're really nice people. I, I don't know why you left, Garion. I was outcasted oh and branded. Oh. Darian, of course you would get along with the people that branded our friend. For fuck's sakes, Darian. <laughs> oh my god. Get out of my way. And Velvet like bumps into him and just keeps walking. <laughs> He's not on my team. I'm not carrying him. Da okay. Darian, are you, are you sure you want to come, Darian? It's going to be very dangerous. Uh -huh. Yeah, of course. I want to be with you guys. I want to help out and do anything I can. That's great. Let's. The dragon could eat him. Silver lining either way, right? We stop oh, the dragon. Dragon eats Darian. No. No. I, no. Everyone's thinking it, Darian. I just said it. Maybe be around, but hidden, just in case. Like how you've been this whole day. Just go away and then appear <laughs> who, again. Who is um? <laughs> who's in charge of the the hearing of of listening or whatever it's called? Hearing hearing of message hearings of messaging. Um, who's wearing that in the the, the door army? Do we know uh, yet? Yeah, uh, it was given to the same dwarf that uh, started the rousing cheer. The one that approached okay. and has been giving those orders. Uh, okay, it's a very mind. stout. It's very. Oh, okay. No yeah, no, <laughs> no, I'm just going to suggest that you be the person to cue everybody. But but we oh. already have somebody in mind. Yeah, I think okay. he has. I don't think he has the, the, the initiative to. Yeah, no well, you know. <laughs> you know what? That's Good actually point. that's not a bad Good idea point. either. Maybe, maybe I could have the other earring and I could uh, direct the army of dwarves here. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so we have two people wearing earrings. So you are all, this entire group, all you guys are wearing earrings, um, as well as Lekara. And now Darian's holding his hand out to Lekara for the other <laughs> earring. Um, I'll say that she still has it. She wanted to give it to the other dwarf, but she kind of looks at the group and says, Oh no. Should, is that okay? I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> fine. I, well, He's, uh, he's helped Do us. as you must. Yeah, whatever Geared says. If you want to keep him here for, you know, ever after this, that's fine. <laughs> we could gift him to you as a manservant. Oh my god. Oh my god. Darian no. says, you know, I am here, Velvet, when you talk about me, and I can hear you. You are here. You are not here. How can we decide? 
Not only that, but um, Velvet, you see a few dwarves that he befriended walk up behind him, cross their arms, and look down at you. I go up to them and I cross my arms at them. Yeah, Vel- Velvet's, uh, okay. Velvet's like okay. so happy that Geary's doing this. He's like, yeah. Okay. The dwarves see Geary cross his arms. They uncross their arms and take a step back. <laughs> yes. Velvet like sticks his nose out at Daria. Like, Dar- Dar- uh, Lena goes up to Daria and puts a hand on his shoulder and says, hey, that's good you stood up for yourself. Keep doing it, okay? He blushes a little when he looks at you and he says, thanks. Um... Well, I'll take care of things here. I'll, I'll lead the army in, in that uh, frontal attack. And he kind of like does a little poking gesture. And <laughs> oh shit, he reaches down. Lena, I lost the sword you gave me. Oh my God. Oh, uh, oh no. So if, oh, le- no. if, if Darian's leading the attack, we should expect to not see the army until we <laughs> mention something and then they're just going to pop out of nowhere. Just and like Darian. This guy realizes his mistake and goes over to Darian. You know what, Darian? I, we do need you here, but... Um, Maybe we should give these earrings to somebody else. He looks incredibly broken <laughs> and sad, and he sniffs. I, t- I give him. I give him my only other weapon, which is a dagger. Oh! I say, listen to me. I've had this dagger. He wipes it. Since I was four, <laughs> since I was four years old, I used it to kill men. To kill many. Give, give me, give me, Avery. Give me a beast. Give me a random beast right now. That, that, that a four-year-old dwarf could kill. Owlbears. I used it to kill many owlbears. <laughs> Whoa. You may have it. Oh, I fucking hate owlbears. You may not lose it. And if you leave this group suddenly out of nowhere again and somehow betray them, I will kill you. He smiles and he just takes the dagger and says, Got it. Terms and conditions. I agree. Here, here, Darian. And Alina runs up, cuts off a little bit of rope ties rope to the hilt of the dagger and then ties it to his wrist like kids with like mittens. Like, oh my god! Yes. <laughs> That's so great. There. there we he go. He lets the dagger go, it falls and it hangs there and he kind of bobs it up and down. Okay, just don't, you're gonna poke yourself in the eye if you do that. Okay. And seriously, feel free to betray us anytime. <laughs> you guys are my best friends. I would never do that. Oh, wow. Okay, well, well good luck, Darian. Stay, stay safe. We're gonna, we're gonna head out, but you got this. He takes the earring from Lakara's hand before she could give it to him. And he just says, I got your back. I'll be ready. As soon as you send that message, we'll launch our attack and uh, show these guys who's boss, right? All right. We're all going to fucking die. Let's go. <laughs> to our inevitable deaths. I trusted deaths. the guy, but now I'm starting to go- I'm starting to think like Velvet. Oh, to- it took you this. We're like uh, three quarters of the way into this season. And huh? It took you this long. Oh, he was so nice and he, you know, he helped us. Anyway, okay. okay let's, keep, let's, let's, let's get going, guys. Let's all right, so out. Team Dragon with me is is Lena and Gary. Is that right? Yep. That's correct. Right. And uh, Team King, it's uh, me and me and Bree. He runs over, he throws his arm around Bree. Bree, you and I doing this? And, and, and Lakara, yeah. And Lakara. And Lakara, yeah. Wait, I look at Mimic and I go, stay with Velvet. Make sure they are both safe. Who's else? Is, is it who else is with him? Sai. Lakara. No. Lakara and, and Bree. Okay. And and Velvet. Okay. Yeah. Like stay with Lakara, Bree, and Velvet. Keep them safe. So now you guys have a uh, mimic. 
Thank you. No, you know what? I feel one last thing. Goatee! And the goat comes out, and I look at uh, Darian, and I say, Darian, no offense, but you're useless as fuck. You're going to die in that charge. Ride the goddamn goat. Okay. Just just ride the goat. Darian drops his dagger, and then it just hangs from the rope because he's so shocked at this gesture. He would have lost it. Uh, and he just slowly walks over to Goaty. Goaty looks at you, Velvet, like, why the fuck? Like, he is outraged and he squints his eyes. I, I'm but like, I, he... I, I know, dude. I, I'm sorry, but he's gonna die. Like, and listen, I kind of want him dead, but I'd also feel bad that I said I wanted him dead if he actually died. And I can't live with that kind of karma, so... All of a sudden, Darian grabs on his fur and hops on. He's like, and he's a little shocked. And Darian's like, Velvet, I will cherish this goat. I will make sure that it stays alive and well and lives forever. You better, Darian, because any injury that happens to Goatee, I take out on you threefold. That's the deal. Um, you will see Goaty by the end of this, I promise. Okay, just hope you don't lose one limb, because then I'm taking three. Let's go! <laughs> and Sai goes up to Lena, and um, and actually is Geary uh, around too? Yes. Because you want. I feel like we're walking. Kind of yeah, we're kind of walking in groups. Okay, so so he he walks up to both of them and he says, "Now, understand that we are going into the lair of a beast who is." Vicious. I know these creatures. I know they are. They can do horrible damage. And Lena, mm. because you are the only one without ranged weapons, I want you to have this. And he hands her the transmuter stone that um, is attuned to resistance to fire Ooh. damage. Ooh. So I want you to have this because this will protect you because uh, his fire is. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Thank you. One last question. Uh, do dragons have any, well, or even this thing that you created, uh, Lakara? does it have any weaknesses? Things that we should go for that will... That's why I was, I was really excited to hear that Sai here is a dragon expert. If Sai can get a good look at the dragon before combat erupts, mm-hmm. perhaps he could find something. Mm. Okay. Every dragon is different, that's all I know. Okay. Oh dear. And <laughs> how much do you expect me to know about this dragon? Um, <laughs> You'll find out. Okay. As Team Dragon is doing their thing, I just want to pull over to Team King because I assume we're, we're still kind of walking out to where we got to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, okay, t- Team King. So um, something that I'm thinking is <clears throat> if the king is so powerful and, and, and this, this castle is going to be roaming with people, I don't think we should try to go invisible. I think that they're going to expect that we try to sneak in through some sort of magical means. So I have a different idea. What if I turn us all into looking like the dwarves that serve the king and we get under there in plain sight? Nice. Hmm. Can you replicate the smoking of the eyes and the other features that they have from being possessed? Um, let me check the recesses (laughs) of my mind and talk to God. (laughs) Um, and I, I do some silent contemplation to, to, the, to the Lord. Um, What's the uh, spell name? So the spell is Seeming. 
This allows you to change the appearance of any number of creatures that you can see within range. You give each target, uh, you choose the illusionary appearance. Uh, the unwilling have to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, the spell disguises your physical appearance as well as clothing, weapon, armor, and equipment. You can make each creature seem one foot shorter or taller and appear thin, fat, or in between. Um, you can't change a body type. You must choose a form that has some basic Ugh. alignment limbs. Otherwise, blah, 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 blah. Um, changes wrought mm -hmm. by the spell fail to hold up to physical ins the changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection for example if you okay. use the spell yeah okay okay uh yeah totally it's flexible enough basically you know you can make everybody look like they're possessed but if someone possessed were to investigate um yeah it might be difficult yeah it says a creature can use an action to inspect a target and make an intelligence uh investigation check against your spell save dc Oh, perfect. Yeah, you can totally replicate how they look with the smoke and everything. Okay, I got the intuition that you bet your ass I can. <laughs> so without further ado, you guys begin to descend back into the Underdark, following Lakara's uh, lead as she has a pretty good sense of where old Ilda Chester stands and she leads you through a series of tunnels. After traveling for some time, she announces that you're getting close. You're getting closer to Old Ilchester. And you come into a minecart station. You see a big open room with multiple railways leading out in multiple directions through these tunnels. And there are many minecarts, big enough to fit one creature. She takes a look around and surveys the tunnels for a moment. And pointing to a tunnel on the left, she says, this is the one we need. This will lead us to Old Ildechester, and then we can work our way back up to the castle. All right. Sounds good. Ooh, it's coup d'etat time, isn't it? Oh, oh, I always wanted to do this. <laughs> As you look through the tunnel, further down, you quickly see that the tunnel drops off into a huge underground cave, and you can see in the darkness a series of railways and uh, constructed in a roller coaster type fashion <laughs> with each of the tunnels leading in a separate direction. We're gonna have a Temple of Doom moment, aren't we? Oh my God. <laughs> she says, I am certain this is the right railway that'll take us in the right direction, but it looks like we might have to go for a bit of a ride. Mm. Well, Ooh. bring it on. I'm game. Ooh. All right, so she looks around uh, to the minecarts and she says, pick your poison. <laughs> Velvet literally takes up the last of the maple liqueur he has and just downs it. Fucking God, let's do this. Oh, I, I get so queasy on these things. I, I've never done this. Is this a big deal? I don't, I, no, I'm. Those who have been to Ildechester before know that this is a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Lena, has no, Lena has no clue what to expect. She's like, is it yeah, a bad thing? Yeah, doesn't either. She's looking at these really nervously. So, actually, now that I'm here, I think this was the reason why I got so drunk last time. Was after this ride specifically. Oh, God. Kyriot is very hesitant. Kyriot, do, do you want to take the front? Uh, oh, you know, I'm just dumb. I'm just making sure that the way's clear. He's lying, obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, well, uh, Lakara, do you want the front or should I take the front? I don't know what to expect, so I'm just gonna go in and just try this. I'm happy to go in the front, but uh, Lakara, do you know what direction? I mean, will it take us in the right direction? My understanding is that it's, it's a one-way rail. We should be okay. All right, well, 
Come on, everybody, get in. We should get get moving. It's coup d'etat, guys. Come on. Okay. He jumps in. He just jumps in, and then he just kind of like starts to like rock himself a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys begin setting up the mining carts. You set them in a line across the rail, getting ready to slowly inch your way over the apex and into this roller coaster ride of mine carts. Um, so give me a marching order here, please. I'm thinking it's probably like Kara, Sai, then maybe Lena. And okay. then I don't know who's after Lena if that Bree Geriad. I, I feel like Bree's gonna go behind Lena. Yeah, so then. And yeah, she's like gripping the edges of the cart really tightly and she's got her eyes closed. <laughs> yes, yeah, <so> I think it's <laughs> Lena, Lena, Bree, Geriad, and then Velvet one to be last. I didn't say anything, but sure, I'll be last. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Nobody gets smacked in the face with vomit. <laughs> the car's up at the front. Size hands up. And you all see her inch forward, inch forward, inch forward. She's just on the cusp. She turns back and says, what does she say? She's oh, like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. No, um, she says, bon voyage. And she gives it that final inch forward. She slowly begins to roll. You hear the squeaking of the wheels. And whoosh, she hits that downward ramp, and you hear the wheels and the metal <laughs> clanking. And she goes down. Sai, you're up next. Oh, here we go. That little sound as he goes off and, uh, and goes down the hill or wherever it is. Okay, and uh, unless anybody wants to do anything substantially different, I assume the rest just follow. Oh yeah, uh, um, yeah. As they're as Bree's inching <laughs> forward, she does. She thinks she's thinking this, but she's actually saying it telepathically. She's just <laughs> constantly repeating, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this." Oh, Is she God. saying it to anybody? No, she's just. She thinks she's thinking it, but she's actually saying it telepathically, like just <laughs> to whoever's around. <laughs> and then finally, Velvet last at the caboose. Oh yeah, no, he just just a solid fuck the whole the whole way because he's got big old lugs filled with air, so he's gonna let it go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the whole ah! the yeah, he's seeing it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Whoosh! The wind immediately begins slapping you in the face. You can barely keep your eyes open as it goes really fast. You take curve after curve the mining cart even goes on almost a 90 degree angle to handle some of these curves as you're heading down a spiral and it's amazing the architecture of this mining cart roller coaster you see many other passages crisscross all around you and you sigh first hear um a screech from up ahead and a bit of a oh. shout and uh, you're not sure what it sounded like Lakara. you begin oh. to come upside to this part of the mining track where it breaks off actually into four separate directions and there's a little wooden um, transfer mechanism, which after someone passes, moves to a different direction. Oh, now, no. I need you to okay. roll a D4 for me. D4, oh, okay, all right. Uh, that's a one. Okay, now this thing's moving breakneck speed. Before you can even have a chance to do anything about it, you feel yourself oh, no. shift down one path. You veer off to the left. Lena, roll a D4 for me as you come up to the same thing. That's that's a two. Two. You go down the second path from the left, and the wooden thing switches again. Bree, same thing. I need you to roll a d4. Okay, that's a three. Oh no, we're all going to the direction. Three. Gary, roll a d4. Two. Oh, no. Hey. Two, okay. And Velvet, roll a d4. One. 
One. Okay. Come in with me. <laughs> okay, perfect. So you guys continue down your path. And finally, all of you come to a... As a mechanism begins slowing down your mind carts. All in separate rooms for the most part. Now... Oh, no. As you open your eyes, you wipe away the tears from the harsh wind that was uh, causing them uh, to become dry. Sigh, you look behind you and you only see Velvet behind you. That's it. Hello, Velvet. I'm, uh, uh, yep, I think, I, uh, yeah, you uh, went and we then, and then they went other places and then I went with you oh, and, no. and uh, well, there goes the plan. So I guess welcome to Team King, Sai. Oh <laughs> no. Um, I'm not doing so, the dragon thing, so. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna try to send a message through stone. So, because I have, okay. I can, um, let's see, you can cast the spell through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. You also have your earring if you don't want to expend a spell slot. Oh, right. Earrings. Messaging. Oh, crap. Thank you. All right. Uh, there <laughs> you go. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I'm not, well, it's a cantrip anyway, but but yes, I want to, um, but I, I want to use the, the earrings and I, I just kind of contact and I'll say, Bri, Lena, Gary, uh, Lekara, <laughs> are, are, are you okay? Where are you? Um, am, I might, am, and I am in fact there, right? Yes, so everybody has now screeched to a halt, and here's where the groups are at. Uh, Sai and Velvet are together, Lena and Giriot are together, and then Lekara and Bree uh, are together. Hey! Oh, okay. So I guess to answer the question of where you guys are, um, to go through the groups... Sai and Velvet, you look around a room and you see that on there are four walls of the room you walk into um, is painted with a mural representing a different season. There's one for spring, summer, winter, and fall. Uh, very beautifully draw, uh, painted on these walls. And in the middle of the room, you see a small mound of brown dirt. Uh, group number two, Lena and Giriot. You just see a very sketchy looking tunnel ahead that uh, <laughs> is very dark and has a cold breeze to it. Nice. There's only one way forward. The final group, you also see just a tunnel, sketchy tunnel leading ahead. <laughs> I feel like Lena and Giriot, I mean, she has dark vision. And I think Giriot does yeah. too. I feel like we just kind of go, yeah. oh. We just kind of keep on going. Yeah, I feel like, how does Gary look, though, when he gets off the cart? He, um, you see him wipe away a tear. If you do. <laughs> Lena doesn't acknowledge because she knows he's trying to, but she's like, you good? Mm, yes. Yeah. Are you? Yes. And then he gets up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. In this moment, you get the message from Sai asking if you guys are okay. Oh. Oh, I forgot. Yep. Yep. We're good. We're good. I'm, uh, I'm here with Why Gary. Why wouldn't we be? I, well, I just wanted to make sure. I, where are you? What, what, what do you see oh, around you? What do you see around me, Avery? I'm sorry. Uh, just tunnel. a sketchy tunnel leading forward. We see tunnels. Yes. Mm. 
Leading forward, it looks sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only way to meet up is to go through. Sai, I think we got bigger issues over here. Let them do their thing, but we got a season in a... Ooh, I hope it's a puzzle, Velvet says, and he, <laughs> he like, skips over to the mound of dirt. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Still running. Here, let... <laughs> do, 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 He's going to um, cast Mage Hand oh. and try to, like, dust the dirt um, off of the mound. Okay, um, so yeah, starting with Velvet inside. Before this starts, I'll say, Lakar just speaks up and says, you're right, uh, we should all press forward. All these towns should lead to old Ildichester. This was the correct rail, I know this. So hopefully we'll see you all soon. All right, good luck. Siding off. So yeah, Vel- Velvet, <laughs> Velvet inside. Uh, there's four seasons all depict on the walls. You use your mage hand and you brush off some dirt. And mm-hmm. uh, within the dirt, you see there is a small seed. It is a small golden seed. Uh, you see the top of it in the dirt. Hmm. Can I do an investigation check to see what's going on around here? Uh, you know what? I'm going to use my dancing light cantrip, so I want the whole room as well lit as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, roll of... investigation for me. Sweet. Okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Nice. Okay. All right. So... You see a seed in the dirt. This obviously connects with the murals on the walls, these seasons. You look around and you think there's a process that needs to occur. Um, the seasons seem to be telling you what you must recreate with this mm. seed. Right. That- Is there anything specific about each each of the seasons though, Avery? Or, or are they more general? Like, it's not like they, do they each have a specific uh, focus? Like, is there a specific tree that's a focus of the mm-hmm. of the drawings or are they just very general landscapes? Um, so all of them host, uh, show the same tree. Spring okay. shows um, a tree that is growing out of the, out of the dirt. Uh, summer shows a tree with the sun specifically shining on it. There seems to be something about heat to it. Mm. Uh, autumn uh, it shows the brie being the, the brie. <laughs> it shows the tree being swept in a harsh wind. Uh, the wind seems to be a main factor there. And then the winter one, um, the tree is covered in snow and its leaves are mm. gone. I look inside and I go, "Do you think what I'm thinking, inside? Uh, well, I, I, you're probably thinking about ale or wine or something. And yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about that too. But uh, yeah, keep, no, I, I, to- I, I actually, I actually, I actually kept some pistachios. Do you want them? And he pulls them out of his pocket. Oh yes, I'm starving. Yeah, I know, me too. As we're doing that, um, can I take the the mage hand and I want to investigate the seed a little bit closer? Um, is there anything on the seed, like you know, uh, like uh, carvings or pictures or anything, or is it just a seed? Uh, it looks like there's a magical rune etched into the seed, um, ah. but you're not sure um, what it could mean. So it seems like we have to mimic each of the four seasons in order. Mm-hmm. And I yes. know oh, what a what a great band I used to I used to tour with a band named the Four Seasons. They were wonderful. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> going back to this. So I'm thinking with spring. He looks at spring and says it's growing out of the ground. So do we? We must have to water it. Exactly. I yes. ran out of my water. I got demon water, but I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> demon uh. water. Um, well, uh, let's see. Um, I do have, hold on, I have created destroy water. Hey, nice. Okay, I can create up to 10 gallons of clean water within a range of an open, in an open container. So um, I'll get some sort of, uh, hey, didn't I, I, I like, 
back in the Spider King ba battle, didn't I get like some sort of jar or something? Or no, wait, I can't remember. I had I have some sort of container, don't I? You're producing water using magic. Yeah. Like you, you probably don't need should. a container then, do you? Right. Well, it says um, can, can oh, wait. No, is it? Never mind. I need to read on. See, I always need to read these further. Um, alternative, the water falls as rain in a thirty-foot foot cube within there the rain. You go. So that there would you work. Go. You yeah. know, there I go. <laughs> yeah, you, you knew that, Avery, didn't you? Um, so, <laughs> just a hunch. Just a hunch. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Sai uh, starts to. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, so create rain and then uh what if, what about the other ones don't We've worry got... don't worry i i got i got heat covered you got heat i, I got right. heat and i feel like you and i could probably double up on the wind we could also just blow on it perhaps yeah we... <laughs> yeah that's cool um yeah okay but cold we need to, to... that oh, i don't I know, have i know ah that i do have i think is a um hold on let me look at the chromatic war yeah, you got an ice thing don't you I do. I saw have you nice... use it once. Wait, what? Oh well, but the um, I, I I do have cold, so I can do a chromatic orb with cold. Let's hope that works. Let's uh, yes. let's let's try. Right, let's, let's try do your it. water first. Okay, and he casts um the uh, create water spell. Clouds begin to form in the ceiling of this room, and you feel moisture begin to fill the air. And it begins raining on this seed, and the dirt turns darker brown as it's pelted with this water. The dirt envelops the seed, and you do see before your eyes a tree begin to grow out, quickly oh. growing through 50 to 100 years of Ooh. growth in the span of seconds cool. until an, a tree is formed in front of you, and its leaves are budding flowers. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Here's, okay. here's my idea. And Velvet pulls out... Um, uh, I'm gonna pull out something like 20 silver pieces and I'm gonna throw my silver pieces around the tree to go look at it's a money tree and I cast heat metal oh, oh nice. nice okay so the rain stops the silver pieces glow uh, this bright yellow orange as you heat the metal and the soil begins to simmer from the moisture that was just there and the flowers, those uh, buds that were beginning to blossom, explode open in this beautiful portrayal of a rainbow. Oh, what's the word? In a, in a rainbow of colors of these flowers, and it fully blooms. And it worked. Oh, okay. Next nice. is wind, right? Wind. Uh, sure. Uh, here. And he side just blows on the seed. <laughs> or, no, the tree. It's a tree now. <laughs> And does so that work? You, you guys take bigger and breathe, and it does. You Yay! begin to feel the, the tree begins to shiver from the wind that you produce from your lungs, and the flowers begin to go through their process of life and death as they begin to fall from the tree. And um, you guys continue blowing until all the flowers have fallen, and the third step is complete. Hey! Uh -huh. And Sai takes his arm and does kind of like a, a wind-up pitch and gets his chromatic <laughs> orb and he throws the cold, <laughs> the energy cold at the tree. So the chromatic and orb, you whip it like a fastball. It smashes into the tree. You see the cold, these frosty veins begin to travel quickly through the trunk, into the limbs, up into the fallen buds. And frost explodes out of where all the flowers used to be and it slowly rain uh, snow falls into the room creating a soft layer of snow and the fourth step is complete 
the tree shrinks back into the mound of dirt which it grew out of, and you guys see that part of the wall between two murals ahead of you shifts and is lifted up with a mechanism in the wall, and you see a tunnel ahead. Ah, tunnel! Uh, Let's go! Yes, yes. I, I, I hope everyone else is faring as well as we are. What a great time this was. It's just like a little... We are, we, are, uh, we are such a team, aren't we? And he kind of high-fives Oh, um, yes. Oh, one thing, walking really isn't my style. I have bad calves. I'm flat-footed. Oh. So here we go. And I throw my uh, my second piece of dust in the air. And lo and behold, I got a seven motherfucking lion. I hop on the lion. Nice. And I, now <laughs> it is a proper dungeon yeah. with velvet. Let's go and do uh, this. All right. I love that. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Riding a lion, walking next to Sai, you guys continue through the tunnel. And as you walk, you begin to see light ahead. Mm. And you enter into a ginormous cavern. And we'll get back to you in a moment. Ooh. Okay. Our second group, Lena and Giriad. You see the sketchy tunnel in front of you, and you begin <laughs> to walk down it. Now, you both have dark vision. After some time, you see a figure hunched over in the center of this tunnel and it's sitting at a table and it looks like a dwarf but Gary as you get closer you notice that the dwarf looks gaunt and its eyes are milky white its hair is thin its teeth are constantly shown out of its mouth as its skin is as its mouth is open and he's licking his dry lips with his dry tongue and he has a deck of cards that he's shuffling on the table. Or sit down at the table. Luna, Lena walks slowly and just stands behind Giriad and whispers, what are you doing? Wait. <laughs> Wait and see. Okay. Now, the dwarf raises his eyes to you, not in any menacing way, just with his blank, milky stare, and says... Do you wish to play a game with me? I, I do wish to play a game. It is a game of great risk, but with great risk comes great war reward. The rules are simple. Pull a card. Oh my God. I pull the card. I think it is. <laughs> So before you pull a card, I just want to oh make God. absolutely clear that everybody oh knows God. what this is. Um, yeah. you, you all would recognize this to be a deck of many things. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> Why did I put it in the campaign? I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling I a little crazy it. today. <laughs> I've, I've removed five options because it's just a little too ridiculous. But there are 17 options out of the deck of many things. Some disastrous, some wonderful. He looks to you and but, but as you go to reach out, he pulls the cards back and says, be warned, Gyriad. Mm. When a card is pulled, there's no going back. Oof. Okay. So, I, I pull a card. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, roll exciting. a d20 for me. D20. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, for anybody who doesn't know what a deck of many things is, it's a it's an insane object created, um, a wondrous rare thing where you pull a card and each card has a different effect on the person, on the world. It really depends on what you pull. They could be incredible, like instantly leveling you up um, to worse options, uh, 
like being your soul being put in an, an object somewhere and you're just no. removed from this plane of existence. I removed <laughs> that one because uh, I didn't see the just wouldn't work. Just but, not productive. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, just not productive. Exactly. exactly. So I, I kid you not, I rolled twenty. <gasps> okay, I need you to roll again because uh, it's only out of seventeen. Oh, what? Oh. oh, okay. So that's not my fault. All right, like oh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, th there's only seventeen. I got sixteen now. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well, spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. <laughs> the silence is making me nervous, that's all. I know, me too. What if he was like, roll again? Roll con. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> no, no, roll no. con. <laughs> Holy fuck, are you oh, kidding no. me? Oh no. oh no, oh no. No, this is good. I oh, can't no. fucking believe it. Uh, okay, so yeah. Matt, you pull the card, you look at it, and it depicts a sun. This glowing, beautiful oh. sun with a smile on his face. Now, what this reads is you gain 50,000 experience points <gasps> and a wondrous what? item, which the DM <gasps> determines randomly yes. appears in your oh my hands. God. Oh wow! Nice wow. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know what to scale fifty thousand points at. So let's look it up, Matt. Let's, uh... let's look it up. I'll, I'll help you here. Okay. While you look that up, I'm gonna look up a wondrous item for you. Damn, Matt. <laughs> That's awesome. How, that is how about amazing. That helps the bow. Like some, like a nice. You know okay. what I mean? I didn't think you'd pull it, to be honest, because <laughs> I just wanted to tempt you. So Avery, according to this, I would be now, I'd be at level 14. Le level 14? Yeah. Wow. Do oh I do my it? God. Holy shit. Yeah. You become level <laughs> yeah, you do. 14 wow. instantly. Like what? this wow. incredible, Alina, you see this incredible golden glow envelop Garyad and enter oh. his mouth and his eyes. And he doesn't look any different. <laughs> what? what was, what was that? Are you okay? Yes. So, so you pull you pull a card and it, it makes you glow and and I'm I so just confused. Feel stronger. I really? If I pull from that, I'm gonna feel stronger. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I am. Uh, I I grab her. I, I grab her. I'm like. Tread lightly. All right, so I have an idea. I'm gonna pull it from uh, kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy thing. So you instantly see in your hand this golden arrow. 
And what this golden arrow does is uh, you make two attacks per turn, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say one of your attacks, um, instead of just hitting one person, if you hit someone, it'll instantly hit two other people that are within 10 feet of the person that you attacked. <laughs> Oh my and God. You, you roll damage for each of those and uh, whatever damage the first person takes the other two are going to take as well so the other enemies nice. have to be within 10 feet of that first person for that to uh, take an effect okay okay we're good with that cool. okay well you pulled the card it could have it could have gone really bad so high risk high wow. reward fuck i can't believe oh, that and man I can, I can hide as a bonus action now oh nice. my god just like a rogue holy shit yeah, like rogue, mm. that's <laughs> insane <laughs> okay uh when you guys turn back around, the uh, the Dwarger dwarf is mysteriously gone. Ugh. Well. Oh, I'm so There goes my chance to be strong, but at least you are. <laughs> you are also strong. Thank you. Do not fret. You are the mightiest warrior. Uh, what would what, I say? We are the you are the mightiest shield maiden that I know. Wow. Let us carry on. Thanks, Geard. All right. Okay. You guys press on through this tunnel, and eventually <laughs> you do see that the tunnel opens up into a huge cavern. And you look around, and we'll get right back to you. <laughs> now, Lycara and Bree, you guys are in a final tunnel, and she just looks to you and says, I know this is the right way. We just have to hope that we don't run into anything along the way. Bree says, there's, there's something I could do to help us out and kind of... Uh, keep a lookout for us and um she is going to cast uh arcane eye oh nice. so what does that do so it creates an invisible magical eye um that i can move like uh 30 feet at a time um and i mentally receive visual information from the eye um which has normal vision and dark vision of 30 feet Damn, that's sweet. And it sweet. can look in okay. every direction. Um, oh, 360 camera view. That's mm -hmm. sick. Okay. Yeah, so it says any solid barriers block the eye's movement, but it can pass through an opening as small as one inch in diameter. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you produce this emerald green arcane eye. Uh, it forms a sphere in front of you guys, casting a shallow glow as it forms, and woof, it's there, and it has this matte color to it, not casting any glow on the walls. It maintains this sort of stealthy look to it. And Lekara looks to you, raises her eyebrows, and presents she gives you a very light golf clap, even though golf isn't existed. It doesn't exist. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> wasn't invented yet. The Hobbit didn't happen. <laughs> Bree, Bree smiles a little bit and then telepathically says, I I'm glad I can be helpful. All right, let's let's press forward, and you do, and you, you so you can just see through this eye like uh, c constantly as it's ma moving forward. Yes, yeah. So it's just yeah, it's like I'm seeing what the eye is seeing. Amazing. Nice. So it's traveling thirty feet in front of you. Uh, you go down a windy tunnel, and eventually the eye first comes into this open cavern and immediately alerts you to the presence of other creatures. You stop, and you look through the eye, and. You see a group of goblins and a hobgoblin. You see the hobgoblin carrying a femur bone in his hand. He knocks on some rocks. 
Okay, everybody. Yes! <clears throat> yes! <laughs> After me! Yes! <laughs> Goblin raises his hand. Oh my god. Oh my yes, god. Fleabag. He actually came back. <laughs> yes, Fleabag. <laughs> um, do we go on three? Or after three? <laughs> the hobgoblin scratches his chin and he says, uh, Do you remember what little gnome say? Did he, did he say, or did he say anything about this? And he kind of starts to panic. The goblins kind of shrug. He says, okay, on three, I make the decisions. <clears throat> now, uh, what would you like to do? Lycara says, what is it? What is it? Um, Bree turns to her and says, um, I, I see some, some goblins and a hobgoblin uh, in, in this big space. We actually, we've, we've met with them before. Um, I, I think Velvet kind of became friends with them or something. I, I don't think they're going to be a threat to us. Um, but we can, we can okay. try to mention Velvet's name if they start to seem threatening. Of course. Um, lead the way. You okay? And yeah, so Bree just keeps walking and just yeah, keeps focused on the eye. So you join your arcane eye into this room, and by the time you get into the room, they've begun their chorus, and they're singing in Goblin a song about the great Worm King and his amazing yes! deeds, and how he brought down the evil purple worm and stood valiantly atop with his uh, bulking golden chest and the hair sticking out of his uh, his shirt, standing uh, just nothing at all what you looked like, side, but it's how they remember you, and, and it sounds horrible. It's like, oh and it's just echoing <laughs> through this chamber. Uh, you hear rats squeak, and they begin running out of the room in a flurry, trying to get away from the noise. <laughs> and then, after about a minute of watching, he uh, holds his hand like a conductor, and they all uh, become silent. He says, "That, that's pretty darn good, guys. I, I think, I think we do Worm King proud." <laughs> He notices you, and he says, ah, and he sees that uh, a person is there, and he recognizes you, Bree. He says, oh, oh, um, sorry, did not catch your name before. Just, uh, friend, hello, C come in to, uh, choir rehearsal hall. Uh, yes, um, hi, my name's Bree, um, I, yes, yes, I'm, I'm As you say, with... hi, my name is Bree, the chorus of goblins in a terrible, terrible army. Hello, Bree. <laughs> oh, um, um, very nice. Thank you. Um, yes, yes, I'm a friend of uh, Velvet, the the gnome singer, and uh, very, Sai, very the scary gnome. King? Do not mess with him. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Um, sorry, uh, and. Uh, this is my um, traveling companion, Lycara, and we got uh, separated from our friends and are trying to find them again. And um, thank you for your lovely music, helping to uh, guide us through the tunnels. You like? You like the song? I can tell that you've been practicing a lot. <laughs> he turns to the other goblins. He says, "I told you, be ready for regionals." <laughs> oh my god! First, we take upper dark trophy. Then we go to middle dark, and then 
the depths of the lower dark to those damn <laughs> bassy singing Ramarazes. Bree looks like I didn't know singing competitions were such complicated things. Oh, word spread fast after Worm King make appearance. Oh, very interesting. We um, take you to friends. Um. Oh, thank you. Follow me. Then <laughs> he just kind of uh, beckons you to follow. The tunnel continues one way. I imagine like the the um, the group, the Remoraz group, is called like Remorazzle Dazzle or something. Like that. <laughs> oh my god! With their beautiful, rich bass tones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're fire, he says. <laughs> 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 really bad butts. Uh, so yeah, uh, he begins walking with you, and he just talks about um, how they're kind of always hungry because they're vegetarians now, and non-fleshy food is hard to find. They've been sticking mainly to f- f- fungi they find on the walls, and a few of them actually died because they didn't realize some fungi are bad and poisonous. But uh, they know the good ones now, and that's good. Uh, well, that's <laughs> good. I'm sorry to hear about some of your people. Um, I I don't know if this will help at all, but she. Um, reaches into her bag and pulls out some of her rations, like a little bit of um, bread, and I'm picturing like some sort of version of like you know like an energy bar or something. <laughs> so she pulls some of that stuff out and gives it to them. Arcane energy bar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, and uh, he's incredibly thankful as he takes them, and he says, "Your group's so kind." Ugh. Me regret all the terrible things I've done before. I will live a good life. Um, so he leads you the rest of the way through this tunnel, and you come onto this huge gargantuan cavern, and you all see that you're now in the remains of old Ildichester. You see hey. an incredible, yet mostly destroyed, uh, dwarven architecture of these great halls and these buildings and these archways that extend high uh, almost thousands of feet in the air to extend to the tops of this cavern and you see each other have all and en- uh, have all entered through separate tunnels about uh, 70 to 80 feet away from each other hey hey, oh, hey. No. we solved a puzzle Fancy meeting you here we 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 made it we blew out a tree yes <laughs> yeah yeah, did you, did you have a puzzle too? Uh, we had a dude with a deck of cards and Gary had pulled from it and then he disappeared and Gary had glowed and now he seems oh. stronger, so that's cool. Oh, oh wow. Well, that's a good thing, I, I hope. I hope there's no uh, side effects. <laughs> and immediately the goblins and the hobgoblin run over to you, Velvet, and they say, the Worm King, and they slide on their knees in a power slide and begin groveling at your feet, bowing to you. You mean size? Size the, si- size the Worm King, I'm the... I, I'm... Over here, I'm the Worm King. <laughs> oh, did I say Velvet? I said Velvet. Oh, I totally thought I said Sai, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they power slide over to you, Sai, oh. and they grovel at your feet, saying, Worm Friends. King, we are not worthy. Oh, oh. They're not wormly. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's that's okay. Come, get off your knees. That's all right. You don't need to bow in the presence of the Worm King. We are all, we all have friends here. Uh, they stand, and uh, they ask, uh, "What are you doing in Underdark?" Well, uh, we are. Uh, we're looking to get into the castle. 
Oh. Um, we could show you the way. Oh. We, we've scoured this, this area. We, we know clear way back up. We know not to go there. Oh, yes. Well, we, we have some business up there, and uh, we would really appreciate it if you would show us the way. But um, Lakara says, I, I really appreciate that. Um, it was getting a little bit trickier to remember, but... And she looks around, and she says, Wow, this is where we found the remains of the dragon, just in this open area here. Old Ilda Chester must have been beautiful. I'm oh, sorry, can we see how big, like, does it give us an idea of the size of this thing? Yeah. Of the dragon? Yeah, with where mm-hmm. the remains were found, with, like, how big the... They plotted out an area, sort of like, um... Oh, fuck, what's the word? An archaeologist would. Mm, uh, mm-hmm, plotting yeah. out a circle around where they were digging. Mm. And you see, yeah, this thing was probably 50 feet long. And its wingspan splayed out is at least 80 feet. Oh, that's... Yeah. So big. Big. Uh, yep. Yep. Ooh. Well, we, got a, we got a job ahead of us, huh? Can you imagine if we get a tooth, though? Like, that thing will be great. We're <laughs> <laughs> thing at a time, Lena. <laughs> okay. Let's work on defeating him first. All right. So right. about 50 feet long. Hmm. That's going to be a problem for something I have planned. More importantly, how are regionals going? <laughs> um, good. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Not, was it the most convenient? You know what? Let me just, just, just give me a bum, bum, bum. Come on, let's go. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like everyone in the group like oh. Oh. Well, Bree said we sound great it, yes. yes The Worm King cast his blessing on your uh, singing group <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's what you call Their it. eyes yeah. light up and they tear up mm. One small piece of advice just you, you want to fill out your tether sh- section it's just uh a little bit lacking there. But once you get some tenors, this thing's really good to soar. It's always far to, hard to find tenors, oh, isn't it? Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, right? Story of my life. They were first to go from bad fun guy. Oh. Mm. E- oh, mm. The, the oh. not so fun guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the joke goes completely laughs. over their head. They don't get it. I know, I know. He's just laughing to himself. <laughs> They're just not intelligent enough. You haven't seen a dragon around here, have you, my singing friends? Just bone one they dug up. Uh, We had to go in hiding for a bit, as... And he looks at Lakar and he says, You... you were here. And she just kind of looks down and says, Yes, we we brought the dragon remains back up to Ildichester. Cool trophy, he says. (laughs) He has no idea what's going on in Hildegister. <laughs> well, friends, do you think that we were ready to go up to the castle? I think we're as ready as we'll ever be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Geary, it's stronger now, so that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Geary, you look. Yeah. You look good. You look, yes, yes. Uh... Stop that. <laughs> did your butt get perkier? <laughs> Look at it. Stop. Just, it did. 100%. Oh. Yeah, trust me. I, I know. I, I, I catch the little things. <laughs> he just like squints at him. So I walks up to the leader of the singing group and says, all right, friend, lead the way to the castle. And he does. Uh, he begins walking you through Old Ildichester. 
and it's rather breathtaking, even though most of it is destroyed. You can still see the black soot marks from the red dragon's fire breath and the claw marks through buildings and the holes in the walls. And uh, there's many remains around that are dwarven as well, uh, just barely hanging on uh, the skeletal remains as they're quite old. Uh, he brings you to... Lakara joins him at the front as she begins to regain where she's at and her geographic location. Um, she walks forward and you guys come up to the mining shaft, the hole that they dug down, and you see that uh, there's a very long winding wooden staircase that was used uh, to travel down, and it's a straight shoot up. And the orc, uh, the hobgoblin leader points up, he says, straight up there's Ildegester. Should bring you into Belly of Castle. Don't forget about those tenors. They're really going to fill out the section. Yes, keep practicing. It, you know, gets gets better. After we hold your advice, water. Velvet, mm-hmm. close to our hearts, as we respect mm-hmm. you and fear you. Oh, you hear that? They respect me and fear me. Bree nods. Bree nods. Them says, "Best of luck at regionals." they bow deeply to all of you giving a bit of a flourish and they make their way back into the underdark back through old ildichester now that's showmanship (laughs) (laughs) you guys have the long wooden staircase straight up into the heart of ildichester's castle ahead of you is there anything you'd like to do or talk about before we head up i assume we're going back to our regular groups now even though, like, like I know that we're all going together, but kind of getting more organized to, or, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's my assumption yeah. too. We're like, all right, team, team King, we're back. Mm. Okay. Bree. Yes. Lakara. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Bree, Lakara, and yeah, you felt it. Perfect. So you. Lakara. Right. Do you know where these yes. stairs go? Uh, like, my under- What part of the castle will we end up in? We determined that the best place to dig was through the museum in Ildichester mm. Castle. Yeah, so is that likely to have soldiers stationed there? At this point, I don't know. We have never made it this far. Mm-hmm. We should keep on our toes. Mm-hmm. Kirid, maybe you should go first, and just in case there is somebody there, you could use your, your bow and arrow. Very well. I, I, I draw my, my uh, bow and I walk forward. Okay, so you guys make the long trek up, uh, keeping as quietly as possible. And after a bit of a, of a climb, you guys can see torchlight through an opening above. And you see uh, the wall, these great grand stone walls of the museum. Now, Giriad, you make your way up first. And I need you to roll stealth for me. So I could turn invisible. Nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stealth it. I'm just gonna stealth it then. Alright, so twenty dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Okay. Okay, so you make your way up first traveling along the final wooden steps of the staircase. You peek your head up, uh above this stone barricade that's been placed around this hole. You look above and you see the museum. You see these great statues depicting previous kings, these paintings on the walls, all very well kept. And there's one dwarf in this room. Hmm. And their back is to you, but there seems to be something familiar about them, Giriad. Oh. Hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And what would that be? She turns around and it's your fiance. (gasps) And you see that smoke is pouring from her eyes and they're dark and her skin is pale and veiny. And she has a scimitar at her side and she's she's, uh, rhythmically patrolling the same area in this room. What is her name again, Gyriad? Deirdre. So you see her, so she turns towards me? Yes, but that is where we'll end tonight's session. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.